we are in orbit. This episode is hosted by Essam and Greg. Enjoy our conversation with multi-musician and producer, Shimon. to about a minute and a half of each and then just um talk a little bit about it get some responses on on, on each piece of work so yeah everyone ready mm-hmm. mm. cool Do you want to slap yours on? I'll stop sharing my sound. And... Sure. Yeah, so this... This is a bit more of a... Just an idea, in a way. Mm-hmm. So, bit of a rough rough one. Cool. You, wanna, got uh, you, got, you got the ability to share, yeah, Greg? Yeah. Is there any way I can just... Ah, oh, cool, got it. Okay, here we go.
Yeah, so that's, that's my thing. Do you know what, Istan, you know as well, I was literally playing Terraria before this. The, hey. What? That is like Terraria soundtrack. That is bad. <laughs> that is Thank bad. you. That's like boss that battle is, music. That's sick. <laughs> that is very sick. That, that is so cool. Why? Yeah, man. Right, Sash, do you wanna do you wanna get yours on? Yeah, go on. Let me go. All right. Um, computer sound. Um, right. So, this is life is grand. Esan, you've heard this. Um, I did this like a year ago, literally a year ago, um, when I finished, I think it came, started it in January of the year that I finished second year, but I released it when I finished. So that was like June, but it's like a summer track. Yeah. So yeah, here we go. Okay. Fade out, bro. That was sick. Oi. Yeah, I thought I was <laughs> nice. That was sweet, my dude. Um, you know what? I listen to it. I don't even like it anymore. Ah, Ooh. see, this is exact. You know this what? is the con. This is what the combo is about today. Yeah. This oh, is essentially oh, you. Literally oh. just started off the combo because literally <laughs> the question, the response that we were just about to have to all the sharing of work is. Because of course the, the episode today is about you know releasing art to the world and you know your art right. to the world. So what about that pro what, what was your process for releasing this piece of work? Were there any blockages you had or any difficulties you had in releasing your work or, or this piece of artwork? Oh. Um in, in the process of it. Yeah, or just like any feelings you have about release the, about releasing this piece of work 
Well, dare I take this deeper already? Um, hey, we could take it I as deep as we like, bro. <laughs> I believe the process of releasing work is very much, you got to split it into, into the making, the releasing, and the aftermath. Mm. So... Mm. I think those three processes are completely different mindsets and you need to look at them accordingly. So talking about, oh, talking about the process of making, that's the part where you're enjoying creating, um, just being you expressing that left side of your brain creativity, you know, expressing emotion in the rawest form, all of that great stuff. And then you get to the end of that and you get to the process of releasing, which is the more realistic, like, okay, this is great, mm. but is this going to sell? Are they going to mm. like this? Is this going to get me the views? Is it enough? Is it too much? Is it, you have to ask yourself the questions and have the doubts and all of those stuff. And if you manage to pass through that phase, then you get to the aftermath phase and I tried to get to the aftermath phase with every track because I believe going through that process makes you better at it every time, which is what mm. we're going for as artists if we're going to make it a full-time job. So being in the aftermath for life is grand, going full circle, um, I don't really like it anymore. But maybe that's because I believe that I have progressed so much since then that hearing that is like an, oh my goodness, how did I release that? But I also realized that professionally i had to do that to grow because that mm. is a marking point of what i can do better if i can look back at that and say oh my god i could have done that so much better then i know i'm doing my job properly mm. yeah even i definitely i definitely get what you mean because there's always that side of it like not even just the point of like you know you listen to it so much that you're sick of it but it's just that yeah definitely that point of yep. growth is that reminder of that where you once were mm -hmm. and now and like knowing that if I did that again yeah that that would be that would be 10 times what it what it was yeah. I get I definitely get what you mean I mean how do you feel about it Greg yeah I mean because I'm like I'm really I've been sort of teaching myself how to use logic for the past year and I've always wanted to make music it's just always a sort of dream I had uh but because I'm new to it, obviously I'm not like, you know, I haven't released anything yet, uh, but I've got an EP coming out in a few weeks. Uh, and so, yeah, so it's sort of like, it's that first push to like release my own music. Like I've always been really scared of publicly sharing my own work because honestly, a lot of it is unfinished and sort of like that demo I played earlier, that's kind of an idea. Like I, whenever I make something, it always starts with like the sounds and then I kind of like get to the arranging. But I always, I have this really bad habit of like, I don't know, like I get, I get a sound and it's like, oh, that sounds really cool. And then like, I just kind of forget about it. And then I come back to it and I'm like, oh, well now I don't know how to finish this because I'm not in the mindset that I was in when I was making it. And mm. um, yeah. so I think like, you know, the lesson I'm starting to learn is that in the process of making music, it's about condensing Kind of like those three those three stages that uh that were being talked about is like the yeah just trying to condense that as close as possible so that 
you know, so it, it just gets out and then you just kind of, you know, accept it and, and grow and yeah, you move on. Yeah. Does that make sense? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely get that. There's always those times. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a fiend for recording a melody idea yeah. in like voice notes, and I'll just have those like backed up, yeah, 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 to be used. And then I'll be like, I'll come back to it. I'm like, oh, that's sick, but I don't know what to do with that now. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely get that. And I mean, I, I think I find it interesting because I think the next question that I was I was going to ask. Um, timeless expression and it's almost thing on the whole points of these musical ideas lasting and how long you know we feel connected to them for i mean in your opinion what do you feel that art is timeless a timeless expression or like um bear with me one sec let me yeah do you feel like art is timeless how do you feel about art and it aging <laughs> in like and your work aging like how, how what are you what are your thoughts on that yes um let me let me say something interesting here just to kind of encapsulate this i don't know why it popped into my head but it's it's a strange fact if you really think it through right mm-hmm. now i'm sure everyone here is a fan of Lil pump or at least aware of his existence of course yeah. right now hear me out here Gucci Gang is a timeless piece of art. Man. I mean, yeah. Digest that and think about that. How true it is, but also why. For what it is and what the objective was in doing it, the way he did it. Because look, we can also say Thriller was timeless. Of course it was timeless. Mm. Of Of course it was timeless. But Gucci Gang was also timeless, hardly for the same reason. Hmm. hardly for the same reason so what what is it that makes a piece of art timeless that is well i mean there's that question what is it that makes a piece of art timeless is it because in a in a way i've thought about it it's interesting i thought because we had a we had me greg um and abani we had a discussion about this a little bit ago um and we were talking about pieces of art music all kinds of art being timeless and the idea of diminishing returns almost came up and it's like as a piece of music is out there as time goes on does it become less and less does it connect with people less with as as time goes on because it's interesting because thinking about i mean i think in, I mean, taking an example for the usual, the usual is kind of that, um, which is my piece of music, is kind of that lovey-dovey, um, in my feelings song. Yeah. And I'm, you know, thought, does that connect with everyone? Are there people who won't get that? You know, um, even life is grand. There's, are there people who won't connect with that because of how they're feeling? So it's interesting, is that, is that something? about does that affect the timelessness of music i think i think in that respect it doesn't because the purpose for the usual it was it was that lobby dobby in your feel song you know of course Mm. everyone has felt that 
at some point. I believe it's timeless for me, it's timeless for you, and it's timeless for a lot of people that we're close to that have heard it for specific reasons. I think what makes an art, what makes a piece of art timeless is how it resonates with the people who hear it. Mm. It all lasts, you know, it's all about memories and, and making that link, you know, putting on that song when you're going somewhere or, you know, like having a song for a wedding, like wedding songs and yeah. party songs. There are certain mm-hmm. songs that come on and it comes on at a party, you go wild, you know? Those are timeless pieces of art, but it's because they connect with each person for a certain reason. I could say, um, a weave moment here. The opening for uh, Sword Art Online is yes. timeless. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely timeless. And you know what? I can break it down and tell you how it's a, a great constructed mm. piece of musical art. I could tell you that, but I could tell that to anyone. And at least, at least thirty percent of people I tell that to will still tell me, "You're still a weeb, though." <laughs> without accepting it for its actual artistic value. Do you know what I mean? I think if they watch Sword Art Online, then it would make a difference. But it's that link, it's that timeless link, you know? Maybe it's the story, maybe it's something else in it. Maybe it's something in the music that links to the story, I don't know. But having that personal link with a piece of art makes it timeless. And I think having it on a mass scale makes it verbally timeless, which is why whether something blows up or whether it doesn't, it's always going to be timeless to someone, you know? Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, because kind of going back to, yeah, that, that sort of personal touch, I mean, Frank Ocean's Blonde, mm. that is, I mean, I, you know, I know a lot of people who've listened to it and they're like, oh, yeah, that was a, that was a good album. But for me, it's like, that was, you know, that was kind of like, I, that came out kind of at the in the best years of my life, really. And mm. so like, I'll always have that connection to it. It will always be timeless. In fact, it's even like so timeless that it's hard for me to listen to it sometimes because it's just yeah. like, it really takes you back to a moment. Yeah. Uh, I think ironically, yeah, just kind of being stuck in one area of time makes it timeless for me anyway. See, yeah. the, the funny thing about that is I haven't listened to Frank Ocean Blonde. I know, shock. Not but... really. It's Frank Ocean is very popular, but not that popular that if you didn't listen to Blonde of all albums, you wouldn't be a terrible person for it. See, the funny thing is, I haven't listened to it, so I don't have that connection to it. But from the snippets I've heard, and like the feeling I've got when people talk about it, I can understand why people feel that way about it. I don't understand why, you know? Mm. Um, I think I think I need to definitely to listen to it. And I think maybe once I listen to it, that feeling, I would, I would definitely connect to it, you know? That feeling will hit me of, oh, I get it now. Yeah, that's, I get that. I mean, mm. there's a whole, like, I mean, for me, a song that would be similar to that would be, uh, I think it's Patrice Russian, Forget Me Nots. Banger of a tune. Mm. Like, really iconic bass line. There's things that are just iconic. And of course, of course, there's a whole remix, uh, the Men in Black remix. So, 
for multiple reasons, there's a multiple reason why that is going to be remembered by people, you know. But for me, that's because as a kid, I was, I wouldn't say raised on, but a lot of the music that was played in my house was funk, you know, um, Bilal, um, Inja Irie, that kind of vibe of music. So that was one of the, just the sounds I heard. And for me, that era of music always hit home with me. Like Anthony Hamilton coming from where I'm from. Mm. The piano just hits. Like for me, that's that, that would be something that connects to me, I guess. So it's very interesting, the idea of the personal connection mm. that, that makes something last. Yeah. I find it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, earlier we were sort of talking about, you know, the longer you sit on something, the more you hate it, or like whatever that is, but kind of on a similar topic, would you say, would you guys say that there's a perfect time or formula for releasing your artwork? And kind of on top of that, is it part of the marketing or is it part of the artistic expression, the way in which you release your work? Oh, that's an interesting question. And I think I might have an interesting answer for it. It's all about the objective. Are you making and releasing music for um, personal satisfaction, for the pleasure of making a song and releasing it to the world? Or do you want to make a career of it? Now, you don't have to choose between those two. And I think the people that make the balance are the ones that make it because it's the most creative marketing strategies that are random and really stupid that blow up, you know? Think about TikTok, think about Instagram memes and Facebook memes and Reddit and all of these things that we use on a daily basis and we see a meme and we stumble on it. And it's not by accident. It's not by accident. It's because people or advertising and marketing has evolved to realize that we now consume most of our content through social media, through all of these things that are now available to us. So going on that tangent, depending on how a creative utilizes those social media outlets in conjunction with their own personal creativity, I think would decide success. But, you know, it's a complicated topic. I mean, going off what you said about sort of whether you're releasing it for personal reasons or to become successful, mm. there's this sort of trend I've been noticing uh, in sort of album releases quite recently, which is people releasing albums in multiple parts. And I feel like it's one of those kinds of marketing strategies that's kind of kind of in both, kind of applies to both personal and, uh, you know, for marketing reasons. But yeah. as a listener, it's in, I don't know, I find it, kind of frustrating in a way because I'm so maybe it's because I'm so used to hearing an album just kind of 
dumped, like released, and I have all of these tracks to listen to in front of me. It's an exciting thing. It's kind of like Christmas. But when it's kind of given to you in dribs and drabs, for me personally, I find that, I don't know, I kind of actually become less excited as time goes on. Um, But at the same time, these artists who are doing this, it's kind of like, in a way, it's part of their artistic expression because it's like... uh, I don't know, they, some artists sort of see it as, say you're releasing an album in three parts, like three different personalities or three different kind of tones. Mm. And I, I, I can respect that absolutely. But from a marketing standpoint, that, I don't know, I don't quite see the uh, appeal. Well, I have, I have a question in response to that then. Mm. Would you or do you still listen to the next part? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, because okay. the if it's you know particularly when it's an artist that I listen to and respect, like of course I want to hear the whole thing. Mm. Um, I just feel that maybe for someone else who might not be familiar with the artist, so like let's say that you're a newcomer coming to this artist and they're kind of releasing in drips and drabs. Uh, as part of one whole project, then I don't know. It's it's a tricky one. I I think I get I get that. It's it's interesting because of course you want to you want to release in a way that's interesting and like eye catch not eye catching but is is grabs the attention of mm. the the consumer. And is that there's so many facets to this because, I mean, going off of what. Sasha, you said earlier, mm. I think, what is it in service of? Is it in service of the fans? Or is it in service of something else? I mean, because, and then even then, you could split it. If it's in service of the fans, is it for your already established listener base? Or are you trying to accrue new listeners? Almost. Um I don't know if this is a bit of a tangent, but um, it's just something I thought about because, of course, the perfect time to release stuff and, like, are you are you doing this in a way? Because an album that, um, that, that this sparks to mind for me um, is Limbo by Amine. Okay. Uh, you might, have mm. you heard Caroline? Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, you know the song Caroline. And all that Amine. I feel like a lot of people sleep on Amine, mm-hmm. but um, it's even in one of. I think it was his GQ. Is it, is it GQ um, interview? Is it GQ on YouTube? They do interviews with artists. Yeah, I think so. They did. They did an interview, and somebody commented and asked, "I've been hearing this little ad lib in a lot of songs that you've been posting up to this point." Um, and it's a, it's a distorted voice saying Limbo. And then the album is now called Limbo. And that little ad lib is, is there. So it's a little Easter egg almost to the drop of the album. I so it's, it's interesting on this point because, yeah, what is it in service of? Like, how are you, how are you dropping it almost? Yeah. Kind of thing. Is it... Are you because a lot of people who are new to the album won't know that they won't get that. Even me, 
I didn't fully realize until I listened back. I was like, oh yeah, there it is, you know? So is, are you doing it for your own self-satisfaction? Is it for audience satisfaction? I mean, I feel like it would be something that then you and the audience would share. And then would that affect when you drop something? Would that affect the perfect timing to okay. drop something? I feel like that was a whole whole tangent just that went into housing. <laughs> that was, but that was a brilliant tangent because now I want to pose something to you. Okay. To the rest of you, to everyone, possible perspectives on where the artist is at in this because... I think about myself and in my releasing music and how I do it and the things I think about. And even though I'm not that well known yet, <clears throat> I know that I've already left little Easter eggs in each song and each little music video I've done. Mm. So that in the event that that does happen for me, I can be like, oh, that's really cool. And then people are like, oh my God, no way you did that like then and like, and I'll be like, yeah, 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 I totally did. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like I'm that kind of guy to want to be like, yeah, that was really funny. That was really cool. Like, but I know that not everyone thinks about things like that. What, like, do, do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Not everyone no, will approach the idea of an Easter egg as a funny thing. Let's let's flip it to games real quick because it's a great of course linkage. Easter eggs in games, you know. I know um, Luke. Obviously, you know Luke Essence, friend of mine. Mm -hmm. um, he's a gamer, huge gamer now. And he will dedicate himself to a game. And when he's finished it, he will take the time to find all of the Easter eggs. Mad, replay. Now, wow. Yeah, all of it. Now, I Mad. don't actually do that. I've been playing games since I was like four. I don't really do that anymore. I don't know why, but I don't know. In terms of finding them in games, not so much. Maybe if I'm really into it, but it's not like a mm. I really go out of my way for it, you know? But yeah, some fans will go out of the way to find them too. Hmm. I feel that, yeah. I mean, I guess that's that does almost link back again to the whole very personal aspect of it. And what about it connects you to the art? Yeah. You know, the whole finding of the Easter eggs almost, the whole oh, I heard this and that was sick and that really impacted me at that time. You know, it's interesting. And it's interesting to think because, I mean, this, this was a thought that I had. Do we get things? Do we understand things with life experience? So, mm -hmm. I mean, of course, a lot of love, song, love songs you hear when, 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 you're, when you're younger. You, do, you wouldn't get it, you know, you, you haven't had that talk yet. You don't know about the birds and the bees and whatever. Right, so yeah. you hear a song, like, oh yeah, that's a sick, that's, that's, that's a cool song. But you don't really get it until you've gone through PUE, you've gone through this, had your first relationship, your first breakup. And it's like, oh, now that makes sense. Mm. I mean, one to quote Neo, um, so sick of love songs. Oh, God. I get that. <laughs> um... I get it. I am so sick of love songs because... Uh, Neo, beautiful monster. Beautiful monster. Lord. Like, you get um, all of it now. Yeah. And, I mean, does that impact? Is there is there a perfect timing or anything? Because people 
will it matter when you drop it? Because people will, there'll be that, it will miss people whenever. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about music. Um, you will have an artist who will drop a track and it will do absolutely nothing for like a year. Mm. And then they'll probably move on and forget about it. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like listening to it. Like it blows up in like a year, you know, get like a million in like two weeks all of a sudden. Something, mm. I don't know, something with the algorithms and Google Analytics and Spotify and all these things says, you know, occasionally one person gets lucky and that thing happens, you know. Mm. I guess that's what everyone strives for. But yeah, man, out of the blue, out of the blue, it can happen. So I really do think that every piece of art is timeless in that sense. Mm. As long as it's out there, it's pretty timeless, isn't it? You can always find it, it's there. Mm. And kind of like driving it back to, you know, your uh, people's connections with music. Bring it from audience to artist now. What for you guys? Because I mean, and this is actually going to be quite valuable for me because I haven't put out my own work yet. But what does it mean for you to put out your art? Do you see it as letting go? Um, you know, and how does your relationship with the art change when it's out? Hmm. Interesting. If I may go first, because something instantly popped into mind. Of course, of course. Obviously, yes, you know, I had about three different stages of making music. There was Cheddar Cat when I was in Brit. Oh, yeah. Which was just instrumentals, because that's what I knew I was good at. I was just getting my head around logic. Now, the only reason I was releasing music then was because I wanted to have a place to have these demos in case someone wanted to use them for an actual song, mm-hmm. right? because I heard that was the way to do it. So mm. at that point, it was kind of just throwing it out there, just putting stuff out, not really thinking much of it. I guess that's what Brit encouraged me to do. So mm. at that point, releasing music didn't actually mean much to me. Then I had the Sashrans one fade, where I actually released music under my own name. I was like, yeah, I'm going to really think about my music and do shit that means something to me, you know? Mm. So I did. And I got bored of that really quickly because I felt like limiting, this might sound weird, but limiting my music output to what's in my head is really boring. Mm. I think I can do more than myself, if you know what I mean. Right. I might just be able to play guitar and all of this stuff, but what if I put that together and thought about that as well? Like, Really, I was just saying, what if I took more time to think about what I put into it you know Mm -hmm. I always thought well if I'm going to play it on stage I'm going to have a guitar and sing but what about if I wanted to release a huge epic orchestra album you know I'd have to put the time in to really compose and all of that score writing and I can do that but I just never thought to actually do it so now we come to the more modern phase of releasing music and now I know I guess the importance of it and kind of what you can do with it if you really put a lot of effort into it. Mm. I'll really take the time to make sure each track has the elements it needs to be successful as a genre or in its genre, but also comfortable with me listening to it, you know? 
a lot of my favorite pieces I haven't released yet because it's like, oh, this is so cool. Like, I don't even think the world's ready for this yet, you know? Maybe it will be in time, but at the moment, just let it sit. Maybe I'll change something. I think now, and I think maybe for what a lot of artists, maybe it could be, maybe the most healthy way is to just think about each song and each album and its individual value and its value as a unit, you know? Thinking I of albums. Yeah, go on. No, go on, sorry, continue, continue. I feel like thinking of albums as just albums is really what demeans a song, you know, that that two minutes, that two minutes thirty. I've really enjoyed the 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 approach to singles lately. A lot of people are just dropping one single because it's like hey i thought of this in like 10 minutes because i felt this and that raw emotion is something we can connect to you know but maybe although they wrote it in 10 minutes maybe they had left it for about three years and just listened to it on a on an mp3 player for the nostalgic value you know just to connect to something you know because i'm sure i've i've done that and i said i'm sure you've done that mm. and I greg I'm sure it's something, yeah. you know what i mean greg i'm sure at one point you've had an instrumental where you thought, oh man, that's like really deep. And you've like listened to it when you've been away from somewhere just because you liked it that much, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Just having your own personal connection to your own music. Maybe yeah. you get and release it, but yeah. Thinking about a song and its meaning. And if it's time to release it, to share with people, maybe it can touch them the way it touched you, you know? I love like, that. It, it felt good. <laughs> maybe you would like it too you know yeah. very much enjoying the music you like it's important in it meaning something to you i get i get i definitely i, I connect with that so much because i mean in the making of the usual i mean I, i'm sure i told you there were countless nights because i used to work at a restaurant actually at that time mm. and um late shifts coming home on the bus and you'd sent me the mix of the usual and yeah. I just would sit there almost like every night on the way home in my headphones just listening to it yeah and even I said it was it was almost therapeutic for me to listen to this is a encapsulated moment of time mm -hmm. of what I was feeling at that time and mm -hmm. I mean the I wouldn't say fear but there's that Oh, oh, is it is it good enough to to release yet? Like, is it is it perfect to release yet? You know, and that because essentially, what is releasing music but releasing our own thoughts and feelings to the world? Mm. And, and do you get this? Do you get what I mean? I've made it. I've made it in a easily understandable format. You understand? I mean, with all art, I mean, it was interesting that Ender Barney, we were talking, and he said, even a piece of art, you may draw something, and that's meant to be a hip hop. Oh, that's a sick elephant, bro. You know, people, people <laughs> may not get it. Mm. I mean, I don't, Greg, what do you, what do you think? But absolutely, yeah. My, my biggest fear for, I think one of the main things that's like held me back from releasing my work is like that fear of other people not understanding your thoughts because absolutely like the music is a reflection of your thoughts and feelings of a moment and 
you know, it makes perfect sense to you, but how do you know it's going to make sense to someone else? Mm. And it's, yeah, it is really scary. And like, I think a lot of the things that I, a lot of the things that I make are very like, in terms of the sound, to a lot of people I've shown it to in a way inaccessible. And it's like, I don't know, when I'm making my music, when I'm making, cause like, for the moment, my main sort of focus is like the sound design aspect of it, like trying to create or like emulate a setting or a sound using like weird samples. I don't know. It's yeah, it makes perfect sense to me, but how do I know that's going to translate? So, but then, you know, putting out the artwork that is, you know, with my EP coming out, that is me letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, and a way to just sort of kickstart that process of like, you know, someone, someone out there can connect to it. And I think that's all that matters to me right now. Like, is that it could, you know, resonate somewhere. And if it does to at least one person, then that's like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, hey man, there's a market for everything. Real talk. Yeah. Mm, Literally everything and anything, especially that as well. You know, especially what I heard. It's cool stuff, man. Thank you. That was it. Was really. I was like, that is that is nice. (laughs) The first thing, the first thing that came to mind was Terraria music, and I'm not going to act like I didn't put a Terraria soundtrack on my phone yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool, though. Not going to act like I didn't do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) we do that. A piece of music is a piece of music, no matter where it belongs. If it clicks with you, it clicks, you know? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, I really, I think you, you touched on this almost with the letting go of, like, music, because I made this and this is how it's feeling. I've only just put out one track and it's a single. And there's always that kind of, um, that, I guess, stigma of, a, like, a, a one-hit wonder, almost. I mean, you think mm. of Hands and Deck. They had that one tune that, that sort of banged and they never made anything else again. <laughs> right. But it's interesting, like, that. it's that one expression. And maybe they don't need to express anything more. They felt that, you know, we did this, we made it, we told us, we told you how we feel. And okay, cool. You know, you know, you know what it is we're saying. But I mean, it's interesting again there's that aspect of what was it in service of because you could very much say they kind of banked on the time let's make a banger and get rich quick kind of aspect I mean, of it. let's be honest they probably did <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably did not to badmouth anton deck we don't we don't no, need beef not to <laughs> i watched uh what's that? it was with my mum. i think oh my god it's it was when you came around and it was me, you, and Spike, and we were playing COD. And um, my mom called me into the other room. She was watching Britain's Got Talent. And and, and Deck actually did, like, a, a singing intro kind of thing. Right. Like, over, the, like, Zoom. Because they had, like, a Zoom thing. For right. Got and they did a singy thing. Like, they were singing. And my mom was like, wow, they can't sing at all. Oh, God. And right. then I went to her. I was like, do you know what, though? It was bloody entertaining. It was entertaining. That's what they do. Who said they were singers? They're entertainers. No one said they were singers. I don't, I don't think they have any record of vocal training or instrumental training or production, but they're bloody entertaining, you know? 
And when has music not been to entertain? Gucci Gang is entertaining. It's not exactly musically complex, but it's entertaining. 100%. It's just another purpose, another reason why it's timeless. Oh my God, they sung on Britain's Got Talent in 2020 over Zoom. Like, that's such a timeless moment. And singing for it only added to it. They can't really sing. They're not really musicians, but they can do it because the music had a purpose. The art had a purpose for the time. Mm. Mm. I mean, even thinking about Britain's Got Talent, the whole um, diversity performance, that's not one specific moment in time, but that will resonate with people. It's just thinking about different pieces of art. I mean, uh, what's it? The Sistine Chapel. Mm. That's about old. It's got religious context, you know, old on one aspect, but that will connect with people. You know, people will connect with different reasons. That's just purely for the artwork. You know, the the painting, the technique, the style. People get it. Like people who study art will connect to that more than somebody else. But it doesn't mean it connects with them any less. You know, it's interesting to think about. Um, I guess that's more tangential, but yeah. It's interesting. Again, it comes back to the whole personal connection with a piece of art, I guess. Mm. Yeah. So I want to start to, uh, I want to start to wrap this up, but I want to kind of, finish with um by i want to finish by asking you guys if you had one tip for someone struggling to share their work what would it be (laughs) um as someone who's been doing it for a long time my answer would not be appropriate for your podcast unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) however i'm sure i can phrase it in a more family friendly way i mean i um, think i think we allow a, a little profanity are you sure i've only got one word are we are we oh, i think i think i think that's okay can I, can I, do i get the go ahead do i get the go, ahead? go ahead bro yeah. do it, do it. stop being a pussy yeah <laughs> no genuinely because as soon as you do it you'll feel different like you'll be in a different state of mind once it's out there you can't change it mm. yeah are you going to make yourself dare i say the word again more of a pussy by deleting it after you've shared it with your all of your friends like this isn't an instagram post where you felt cute like do do you know what i mean this is a musical moment that you put your heart into and captured like once it's out there you have to let it go it's like a kid you know you have it you raise it you let it go you can't bring it back if it wants to come back and i don't know and uh tion wayne wants a wants a remix or a feature then sure but how often does that happen <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's cool. Like, let it go because then you can have another one and enjoy the process again. And that's what it's all about. Do it better next time. Please, people, make your art and release it because I love to hear new stuff. And so do you. So do all of you. You know, everyone loves to hear new music. So just do it. I mean, that is, I lo- that's interesting because you, in a sense, you do almost have to let it go because you can't. Dictate unless you're looking to write out in the comments. This is how you're meant to interpret this. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. Somebody will interpret it in a way that's significant to them. 
No matter what you do. No matter what you do. No matter what you do, how you change it. Mm. So that is the it, it could be 10 10 to me, could be 8 10 to Isan, but if it means something to you, that's all that really matters. Mm. Like, everyone's, anyone's going to hate it. Anyone. There will always be someone, like, just for any little reason, just because that's how the world is, you know? You've got to weigh it up. If it's a large group of people, then, oh, okay, maybe I'm doing something wrong. If, it, if it's not, then, oh, okay, maybe I'm doing something right. If you don't release it, how are you ever going to know? Mm. How are you going to know what to change and how to improve? And maybe, because even getting better at making music and putting more into it makes you feel better about making a song. Luke always uses the word catharsis. Mm. The idea of feeling better about making a song. When you get better at making music in your own way, it feels better to make it too. So just make it, get your feedback, take your knocks and grow. You know, enjoy it. Enjoy the journey. Ride the wave. Stop being a pussy. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely get that. I mean, I don't know. I think a piece of advice. Just, tr- I mean, trust the per process i think there's definitely one i think it kind of links to yours um just just i think you know always i think you know what i said this last time on the last podcast actually in the in, in i'm gonna try and say it the best like in the in the most way that it was love what you're able to give and I think, because of course, there's a lot of oh, this this might not be good enough. It's just people gonna get it. You love what you're able to give, and mm. trust that somebody will get it. You know, because at the end of the day, this is this is your expression. What you've put your heart and soul into it, it's the best it's gonna be. I mean, of course, you know you've worked hard on it. So this is in for yourself. Yeah, love what you're able to give you've worked as hard as, as you can, then again, let it go. Let people experience it how they're going to experience it. So yeah, I mean, Greg, I know of course you're, you're new to releasing music, but is there any yeah. advice or things that you've heard or processes that you've done that have helped you in the making process or you know, that have helped you while you're doing it? Um, yeah, it kind of echoes what you guys have said, just kind of ex- accepting that something is ready you know just I mean because the EP that I've got it's already ready it's mm-hmm. ready to go I'm just waiting for a release date but yeah there there is a time where you can just stop and just be like okay I like how this sounds I don't need to keep tweaking it let's get it out there um, and that is something I'm going to carry with me moving forwards as I release more music I just you know it's the thing that held me back for so long just kind of always going back to something being like oh this could be a little you know this could hit a little harder this could be this could be a bit of a softer bit I don't know it you know so just yeah push through it and accept that yeah sure some people will hate it Everyone's gonna hate everything, like um, it's just the way it is. But there are also gonna be people 
inevitably there's a market for everything but beyond it just being a market like it's a form of self-care in a way isn't it it's that's what it seems like to me releasing music is self-care so you know take care of yourself yeah no i get that that's great yeah right so i think we should plug our socials yes Yes. i'll go i'll go first because i made my account yesterday um yeah you can find me on instagram at gregor.xyz hey 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 all right well i'll I'll, I'll, i shall go next you um haven't got many i've got i've got one official it's san.kwami98 so yeah i think I've, i've got i've got a twitter coming up soon um that's all in the makings for now. Just, yeah, the Instagram. SN, so, SN.Kwami. I think all of these will be in the description. So, you guys can find these. But, Shima, Sasha, yeah. would you like to plug yourself? Anything going on? Um, Anything you're doing you'd like to shout out? Just give yourself a plug, man. Damn. Well, you can check out at Shima Music 99 on Insta. Uh, I've got a link in there that basically shows you everything I'm up to. Like... I'm still doing beats for people. Any rappers out there, hit me up. Make you a beat real quick. Do something. I I, I highly recommend hitting this. You know what I mean? Like, do, highly do recommend it. Like, <laughs> I'm 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 fully down. Like my beats slap. Like come on, man. Now's the time. Now's the time. So yeah, do you? Yeah. Sick, 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 sick. Alrighty. Also check out the Spotify as well. I mean, I know I know mine and Sasha's on Spotify. When Greg yours dropping. I will be on Spotify or wherever you drop it very quickly to hear. Oh, nice one, man. All righty. Well, I think we are just coming to the end. So thank you so much for coming on. It has been a very insightful and great conversation. Mm, so yeah, true. thank you, my guy. Thank you, Greg. Thank well. you. Mm. Thank you to everyone. So it's just, yeah. It was a cool time, man. Cool time. Okay, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Alrighty, guys. Thank you very much for joining us in Audit. All of the relevant links can be found in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe to Orbit on the podcast app of your choice.